You're listening to Kitchen Table Finance. Join Dave Shotwell and Nick Nauta as they cut through the complexity of financial planning and serve bites of investment advice that are both personal and practical. How you doing, Nick? I'm doing great, Dave. How are you? Good. I'm good. You ready for uh, episode number three of our podcast? Episode three. Let's do this. Today, we're going to talk about another not-so-fun topic, but uh, we've got... Uh, a lot of folks in our neighborhood coping with the fact that uh, Michigan State University had to cut their retirement plan match contributions here in the uh, wake of the COVID-19 pandemic. That's a pretty uh, pretty steep thing. They were uh, matching 10% for every 5% or for the first 5% that a participant put in the retirement plan. And they've reduced that from 10% to a 5% match. That's a big cut. You know, it's one of those things that a lot of times when cuts have to be made, this is one of those things that seems like some easy pickings. But, you know, the good news is that was a pretty substantial match to begin with. So it's not like you've gone from a decent match to terrible. You've gone from fantastic, kind of unheard of, to pretty decent, actually. 5% is still a good match. It's 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 one of those behavioral accounting things. When you were getting 10%, 5% looks pretty paltry, but there's a lot of people out there thinking 5% sounds pretty good. And, you know, for context, that's, uh, while it's a big cut, it's uh, it's more impressive maybe that Michigan State's been able to maintain that this long. You know, and we, and we always kind of, we're not big rule of thumb people, but one of those rule of thumbs you always hear is you want to be somewhere between 10 and 20% when you're saving towards retirement. So if the school's doing five now and you're doing five, that still gets you at 10. Um, So that's not at all a bad deal. So all that said, we've come up with a few uh, strategies and things to think about for folks that are, that are dealing with this. And this would apply whether you're a, a Michigan State University employee dealing with this, or I've had to deal with it with a lot of different industries over the last 20 years. Yeah, absolutely. So um, as far as recommendations for kind of how to deal with this, the first one, and this is kind of our um, recurring first step and everything when it comes to financial changes, don't panic, right? I mean, keep things in perspective, think about where you're at and don't go overboard. You don't have to, you know, stop buying groceries so you can continue to contribute to your retirement plan. It's just a time to really take a step back and, and kind of do some of those fundamental things when it comes to financial planning. Um, but the first step is just to kind of calm down, take a step back and, and see where you're at and don't let those thoughts or emotions kind of cloud your judgment, especially in a, in a, time of turmoil such as um, we're currently going through. Right. And just to kind of build on that, you know, if you're relying on your employer and their long-term financial health, you know, to sustain your salary, it's important for you that they, that they do the things to, um, to make sure that that is viable in the long run. Um, and we're always playing the long game here when we're talking about retirement planning and, you know, the second point along these lines is to sit back and take care of your current needs first. You know, these, these 
retirement plan match reductions are also on the heels of a salary reduction for a lot of folks too. So, you know, first sit back, review your budget, make sure that you're making ends meet now. We'll worry about the retirement plan contributions later. Yeah, I agree. And just kind of to, to throw in a little bit of what we had talked about in our last podcast on salary reductions, what we don't want to do is, you know, take on credit card debt or things of that nature that are going to kind of compound the problem just so that you can, you know, continue getting matched or making up that match. You definitely want to put things in perspective and play the long game, but you also have to think about making sure the short term is taken care of, that you're not taking a step back now. And we always tell clients, we want you to be able to do what's important to you now, but still be able to do it in 5, 10, 15, 20 years from now. And so that balance is key in, in making sure that you're kind of taking care of what's important right now. Um, is always a good step to take in cases like this. The third point that we had was it really is a great time to do a retirement projection. Um, I think that a lot of people, you know, don't do this often enough to kind of see where you're at and, and to, you know, make some of those projections and see what adjustments that you can make. Um, you know, it's kind of that ostrich effect sometimes, right? We just kind of stick our heads in the sand and, you know, hope that at some point when we get near retirement age, we're ready to go. So I think a really important step is actually figuring out where you're at. Are you on track? And if you're not on track, the sooner we can make those adjustments to compensate, the easier it's going to be to get you to where you want to be in the future. Right. And, you know, we always say, that financial planning is a process and not a product. And this is a good example. You know, if you've done planning in the past, well, things have changed now. So it's time to go back and reiterate that process and see where you stand and what changes you need to make based on the new situation. And we know a couple of folks that can do that for you. So that's that's our main main livelihood. But there's also very good tools on both the Fidelity Michigan State Planning website and the TIA Cref website that allow you to do these pro- these projections on your own or with their help. So there's tools out there. There's there's a lot of lot of ways to take a look at this. Absolutely. Once you know that you've you've met your current needs, kind of the, the fourth thing we would say, the step to take after that is to look four ways to go ahead and increase your contributions if possible, your own contributions. You know, there's this, there's this human nature tendency to say, well, if the, if my employer is not going to, not going to contribute as much to my plan, neither am I. And instead now your responsibility is now larger. Your retirement expense responsibility hasn't gotten smaller. It's more on you to, to make sure you get to where you need to be. You know, once you've shored up the current, situation and know you're making ends meet, it's time to take a look at what you can do to get back on track. And you don't have to do it all at once, right? And you can you can go from 5% to 6% over time or 7% and look for ways to, to increase that as you go. Yeah, that's a, a great point, Dave. And, you know, oftentimes in retirement planning, we kind of, in, in saving for retirement, we put off things like starting a Roth IRA or putting money towards a Roth IRA. This would be a great opportunity to kind of dust off that idea if you're eligible and contribute to one of those outside of your plan. But also I think your point about, 
start going in gradual increments is huge. You know, every time you look at, you know, whether you get a raise or things are going better, you pay something off. Those are great times to take. Maybe not all of that, but a portion of that and start contributing it to your retirement plan. So if you, you know, recently paid off your car and that's an extra $500 of of cash flow into your daily uh, or your monthly budget, maybe take half of that or, you know, a third of that and put it towards retirement and then take the rest for some other budget stuff that you have. I think that's always a good idea to do that around those times when you have extra money before you are already budgeting and using that extra money. I think that's helpful um, from a cash flow perspective and to be able to continuously improve your retirement contributions. The next thing that we wanted to touch on that's really important as well is to make sure that you're keeping your retirement account invested. Just because your contribution amount might be going down, don't um, you know? Don't change your investments at this point in time either, because things might be you know maybe getting more conservative um, based on what's happening in the market or based on what's happening in your own personal situation. That tends to not play out well over the long run. You know, obviously, mm-hmm. you want to make sure that you have the right allocation for you and your personal situation and what your goals are. But don't adjust that just because of a match change or a salary reduction. I think that's hugely important. And oftentimes we forget, you know, we get so wrapped up in putting money into it. We forget that the money that's already there Mm -hmm. is the money that's working the hardest for you. And making sure you're getting that compound interest is ultimately what's going to make you the most successful, not how much you're putting in on an everyday basis after you've already gotten it established or growing for the last, you know, 10, 15, 20 years. Feeling that your own situation has suddenly gotten worse doesn't mean you're not still playing the long game in your retirement account for sure. And kind of the the flip side of that coin, the fifth point that or the sixth point that we like to make is that there's really no shortcut either. You can't you can't make up or you shouldn't try to make up for a reduction in contributions by taking more risk or you know trying to make that up in the market. If you is assuming that you're already invested properly in the first place, it's not the time to to dial that up and roll the dice either to try to try to shortcut your way to not having to contribute as much. Yeah, absolutely. You know, we you definitely don't want to go the opposite direction and you know try to make that up by you know being more aggressive when you're not necessarily ready for that, especially in times like this um, where there's going to be a lot of volatility in the market for sure. And so, you know, if you work with a financial planner, that's always part of the equation, making sure that you're invested properly for taking the right amount of risk for your overall situation and what you can stomach. And if you don't work with a planner in uh, in most of these retirement plans and specifically in the MSU plans, there's the Vanguard target date funds. And uh, if if nothing else, uh, those will get you close to. uh, to a proper allocation. Those are great default options. Yeah, you know that are that are managed um, well and and kind of get you at least diversified and on the right track for sure. Um, so don't count those out by any means. Just to to kind of recap where we're at here and, and kind of our action steps and do's and don'ts for the the sell or the um, retirement plan reductions. First, don't panic. Keep things in perspective. Try to take some of the emotion out of it or wait a couple days to make changes if you're going to make changes. 
Um, make sure that you're taking care of your current needs first. You know, when you have salary reductions, things of that nature, make sure your budget and cash flow is working like it should. You definitely don't want to be taking on debt and things like that in times like this if you can help it. It's a great time now that things have changed to get those retirement projections out, making sure you're on track or you have a plan for how you're going to get back on track. Part of that might be increasing your own contributions. Take a look at maybe doing that gradually over the next couple of years, going up a percentage or so if you get a raise or if you you know pay something off on the other side of your um, cash flow that you can contribute a portion of that. And then make sure you keep invested. Make sure that you have the proper allocation for yourself. You don't want to become too conservative as a result of this. Or on the flip side, become too aggressive. I think if you can kind of maintain that proper allocation through this, um, you're going to be better off in the long run and and you're going to have a much higher chance of of meeting your goals, your retirement goals. And uh, situations are never fun, but, uh, you know, it's part of life and it's part of financial planning. And that's why we do it over and over and over again and make it a process. Absolutely. And if you have specific questions or concerns about your situation, reach out to your financial planner. And obviously, if you don't have one, um, we would love to kind of walk you through and, and see how we might be able to help you. Great. Thank you, Nick. Yeah. Good stuff, Dave. Always, always a pleasure. And uh, we will be back soon. Gather round and follow the Kitchen Table Finance Podcast to learn about money and simple ways you can invest right now. You can find more practical advice at srbadvisors.com and contact the team for personal planning by emailing info at srbadvisors.com.